Uh-oh. I already hit go live. There we go. Yeah, I got you. All right. Welcome, Welcome in, everybody, in, everybody, to, to a, another episode oh of 410 Sports. <laughs> Bunch of rookies. Jeez Louise. It's like the first time we've done this, dude. You know, it's a slight go delay. Ahead. You're you're on a slight delay, so that's going to add to some issues with our cadence in our conversation. But we're going to overcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into another live edition, another game preview as we get ready for the Seahawks visiting the Baltimore Ravens this weekend. There goes Jimbo. Just me now with no. you. What's going on, Dan Wall? What's going on, uh, Schnapps? Schnapps? What's going on, Flock? Appreciate you guys coming out here. Uh, obviously, a big, big weekend uh, here in Baltimore as the Ravens have an opportunity to further their lead in the North. And, man, it, it, it seems like uh, I don't get how the Steelers keep winning. Uh, I, and I don't think George Pickens does either because he tweeted, he tweeted, it looks like he, he says, get me out of here, the guy, and deletes all – his Steelers stuff, I don't know if you've seen that, Jimbo, but George Pickens mm. is not happy despite the fact that they were able to somehow get that win. Uh, I guess his negative one-yard output for the game was not what he was expecting heading into it. But, it, you know, the, these AFC North teams, they're not going away. The Bengals ain't no. going away. They look like they're hitting their stride. The Browns, I mean, somehow, even with with uh, their quarterback out, they keep winning games. And they're riding that defense. and. And the Steelers, again, they keep getting it done, even though I can't understand how that offense continues to win games. It just blows my mind. But we got to keep winning these games, Jimbo. Yeah, I mean, it was a heck of a start. A lot of road games to come out. Yep. Have the most tied for the most wins in the AFC after that start. It's impressive. But you can't rest on those laurels. You got to keep keep getting those Ws, and it starts this weekend, Jimbo. Yeah, I'll agree. I, I think the Steelers are the worst five and two team I've ever seen in the face on, on the face of the planet. I hate that we lost to them. It's crazy. I hate it. I hate it. It just gets me so fired up. This morning we we were just sitting down having some breakfast, and all of a sudden they got get up on the TV talking about the Steelers. Tomlin this, Tomlin that. The Steelers are great. Pickens clutch gene. <sighs> can we? I like what Pickens please? is doing. Like, can we? He's ruining their parade. Yeah, we can't, uh, they can't. They can't celebrate yeah. too much. Look, they they ran the football on a tear. Oh man, this is gonna be fun, uh, Jimbo. Sorry about the cadence here. <laughs> That's all right. We'll get this down. Don't worry. Just uh, give it a pump fake before you talk. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. give it a pump fake. That's all you gotta do. Uh, hey, it's like uh, John Rodriguez says in the chat though. He's a little late to be. All right, let's roll in this for a trade. Oh my goodness, here we go. Oh my goodness, Jimbo Slimbo always on some janky ass internet. My man, my guy. I'm gonna give you my BlackBerry for the weekend. Have you hook up right to that, dude? Ethernet right to my BlackBerry, bro. <laughs> uh, but look, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna get into this and and we're gonna hope that uh, mine and Airbnb, uh, dude. My, mine and Jimmy's cadence don't absolutely drive me crazy. <coughs> Jimbo, you got to cough away from the mic first and foremost because your arm did absolutely nothing to 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 muffle that sound. I just want you to know, uh, it reminds me of the Cole Jackson laughter into the microphone, which is also right here. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank right you. here, is this good? Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, that is just absolutely on play. That's what that's what Cole sounds like. He needs to cut down the gain a little bit. Just. You know what I mean? Just a touch. But Jimbo, where are we starting with this preview? 
It's like 10 seconds. All right, so we got to start with the injury report, as we always do. I think that health is of the utmost importance. Is it really that bad? Yeah. All right. Anyway, so what we'll do is we'll start with the injury report. And uh, hold on a second. Hold on one second. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is James Haskell from 410 Sports Talk. To give the injury report, we're going to go to Glenn Martin. Glenn Martin, to you for the injury report. I got you. I got you. I'm going to share it up now. All right. So let me throw it up on the screen so you guys can see what I'm seeing with me. And again, it keeps getting better. It's like every week this injury report gets more and more attractive to every fan. And and this week is really no different. So let me see if I can zoom in a little bit here for you guys. So Eldo Beckham Jr. did not practice on Wednesday. Gets back. Full participant on Thursday. Expected to play. Ben Cleveland. Who cares? No, hope he gets feels better, but he's not going to factor in this game, so I won't spend much time. Gus Edwards did have a toe injury that kept him out of practice Wednesday. Good news, full participant Thursday. He's going to play. Keaton Mitchell, full participation, both practices Wednesday and Thursday. He's going to play if he's active. That's kind of going to be a coaching decision. Morgan Moses, this is where some concern comes into play. Morgan Moses missed practice Wednesday, missed practice Thursday. We saw a lot of Patrick McCarry in with the first team. It's looking like unless unless there's some sort of a miracle, I think we might have to get used to seeing Patrick McCarry this this Sunday at right tackle. And it, there could be a worse it could be a worse situation. You know, he's a pretty pretty damn good backup, and he he's had a couple weeks to get himself healthy after he was forced to play some left tackle earlier in the season for us. Uh, so let's hope that you know McCarry can hold down the fort until Morgan gets back because there's a reason Morgan's the starter. He is the better player, but let's just hope that drop-off isn't too severe. Uh, and then Adafi Owe, more good news. He did not participate Wednesday. Back to full participation on Thursday. Same with Ronnie Stanley. They're both on track to play this weekend. Bit of a surprise here, at least to me, that we're still doing this dance. Uh, Marcus Williams, limited participant in practice all week. Looks like he's going to be a game-time decision I, I I wouldn't be shocked if he plays, but also wouldn't be surprised if they decide to give him another week to continue to let that hamstring heal. That peck ain't healing. They need they need surgery, but you know might as well let the guy you know try and play it out and get the surgery in the offseason if he can manage. But I know it's driving some fans crazy watching this guy run around with one arm. Uh, but it's still if he can play, it allows them to just be so much more creative on how they use Kyle Hamilton. We saw what Kyle Hamilton can, can do when he's in that, you know, closer to the line of scrimmage and not forced to play back as a traditional safety. So if Marcus Williams can go, it just allows Mike McDonald to be so much more creative. So you, you don't know, you don't know what's going on as, as an opposing quarterback pre-snap post-snap. It doesn't seem to matter uh, as Jimbo continues to auto. You know, what I like about Jimbo. He, he, he is, He'll just keep audling. He'll just keep making it work. You know what I mean? He's not ready to just fold up the towel and throw it in. Uh-uh. He's going to keep trying to figure things out. He'll make it work for us. Also, um, designated to return from IR, Daryl Worley has been a full participant in practice. Who, You know, he's a valuable vet. I, I learned more about his leadership qualities as I watched their Wired episodes, and he certainly means more to this team than I originally thought. <coughs> Rocky Sin illness, did not participate. Not sure what his status is going to be, but I will say, you know, they did just cut, um, uh, oh my goodness, uh, uh, Kevon Seymour. So they must think they're doing pretty good at cornerback if they, if they're willing to risk Kevon Seymour and, and wave him. 
but let's kind of you know wait and see what happens at the cornerback position. But they've been playing really, really well on the outside. So if Rock isn't able to go, not the not the end of the world. Uh, let's see on the Seahawks side, Jamal Adams, limited participant. Looks like they just like to rest this guy. Who's I mean, man, he's had a lot of injuries, Jamal Adams, and uh, but when he plays. He's a difference maker. We'll get into him in a little bit. Looks like he's kind of trending in the right direction for them. Uh, <clears throat> looks like they're having some issues at guard. It's been a revolving door at guard for them. And they, I mean, you can see it here. Bradford did not participate after getting a limited session Wednesday. Phil Haynes, full. He looks like he's on track to play. Damian Lewis did not participate with an illness and an ankle injury. Uh, so their offensive line, the interior of their offensive line, Looking a little shaky. And then Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, uh, they, they, you know, one didn't practice Wednesday. Metcalf doesn't practice Thursday. We'll kind of wait and see what these guys see. But if I had to bet, I'm betting that they're going to be out there. Uh, let's see. Bouye Mafe, their leader in sacks, limited participant. Looks like he's going to play. And Bobby Wagner, he's just getting a rest day. He ain't missing this game. And that dude's an absolute monster. Hey, so, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, Jimbo. You back with us? Yeah, man. Is there a delay? No, this is much better. All right, I'm so sorry. Hopefully, it, it uh, stays that way. Yeah, yeah. This is this is uh, much better. We won't have a 10 second delay where we're talking over each other. So I thank you for your persistence in making this work. But that's it for the injury report, Jimbo. Uh, yeah. We're going to start digging into this matchup here. Uh, let's see. Where should we? Uh, I like DK. I like that. Just use your phone. You know, just 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 quit horsing around. That's what I, I'm on. I'm on my phone now. Yeah, that's I what I did. It. Uh, but where should we start with setting up this other after the injury report? Yeah, you know, <coughs> sorry, you know, I can't cough away from the mic now. I, I heard what you said, but I got the mics in my ear, so I'm trying to, you know, avoid it any way I can. All that being said, I think what we'll do is we'll start with their defense against our offense. A couple things uh, to note, Glenn and I were talking earlier, uh, just something to keep in mind. This is, I mean, this is for sure, not arguably. This is the best defense we'll have faced all year. Glenn mentioned it. We were talking this morning in our, or this afternoon in our prep that they just overtook us as the best, uh, you know, the league leader in points allowed in that they allowed the least amount of points uh, in well, the league. I think it was over so, a stretch. Let me, I, I may have been mistaken. I think it was over a stretch of period because I think overall in the season look, they're 11th. But you're right. But e e either way, I think this is going to be a really stout defense. Oh, I yeah. mean, you talked about, you talked about Bobby Wagner. You know, you mm -hmm. use some names. You talk about Jamal Adams. But the big name I just want to bring up is Leonard Williams, the big cat. We all know who this guy is. Of course, we've seen him when he played with uh, the Giants. We, I think we also saw him when he played with the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. We had that matchup there. But certainly when he was with the Giants, just what was that, last year at the beginning of the year? I think mm -hmm. it was. Yep, yep. Um, and look, all they did was made their make their defense better. They got Frank mm -hmm. Clark out there. They got Leonard Williams. Um so they got some dogs, got some names. Uh, so certainly this is a really stout defense that we're going to have to look out for. Yeah, they're they're a fast defense too. I mean, it, it, it should come as no surprise when you look at their division. <laughs> they got a bunch of teams that want to want to you know run that zone scheme and they want to get those big guys moving left and right. Uh, and, and so they had to kind of counter that by getting a bunch of fast, athletic, defensive uh, players. And, and Bobby Wagner and Jordan Brooks are in the middle of their defense. I mean, we remember Jordan Brooks coming out. He came out the mm -hmm. same year as Pat Queen, and he was kind of one of the guys in discussion of who should they take if they do go linebacker in the first round. Well, now they got Bobby Wagner, much the same effect, you know, with having Roquan and Pat Queen. Them two are a top-five linebacker duo. They're fast. They're physical. They're smart. They can absolutely ball. 
And and Jimbo, they might have, or they, I think they do have the best young group of corners in the whole league. I mean, mm. Devin Witherspoon is an absolute monster. And not to be out show, I think Tariq Woolen's is even better. I mean, this guy, Tariq Woolen is 6'4", can absolutely run. He's got length like Richard Sherman. He, he, he leads the league as far as separation denied, like not allowing separation from the receiver. He leads the league because you can't run by him. He's got 6'4", and he's longer than he is 6'4", in height. So it, he's just all over you. And then they got a, a Taylor in the slot. I mean, they got they got guys everywhere. Their safeties are good. Quandre Diggs, Jamal mm-hmm. Adams. I mean, you talk mm-hmm. about a safety duo. Those boys... They're as good as they get. Jamal Adams, when they traded for him, he was he was their best pass rusher when he got there as a safety. Wild. I mean, this guy, yeah, I mean, he he's an absolute menace at the line of scrimmage, instinctive out the, the you know what. This guy, I mean, he should this is a fast, athletic, really, really good defense. It's gonna be the toughest test I think the Ravens have had all year. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, the only other thing I want to mention, you know, from a defensive perspective on their end is, is that, look, you talked about having leaders for them and, and certainly they're going to be disciplined as well, right? Like, I think that they're not going to miss a lot of tackles. They're going to stick to their assignments. I don't think they're going to make a lot of mistakes. And so it's going to be on our offense and I'll roll right into my key to the game. Uh, I know I'm kind of moving ahead here, but uh, it's on our offense to take advantage of all opportunities with this defense. We cannot leave points on the board. We cannot have mistake riddled drives. We can't just give drives away or points away when when they're in, when we are in their territory. I'm not saying that you know we don't have a great offense or that this is the best defense known to man, but I just don't think we're in the we're going to be in the type of football game where we can find ourselves making up a 14 point, 17 point, some you know some deficit that we find ourselves in um, late in this game. I think this defense has the ability to shut the door, and so we've got to when we have opportunities, we've got to take advantage of them. We can't leave points on the board. Yeah, no, that's a great that's a great key. This is not a team you want to try and uh, and you know have to throw a ton with. Now I will say this: it's interesting. Their corners are great, safeties are great. The one thing they're not so good at is pass rush. As far as like, <laughs> I mean, they got they got you know, Mafe. I think he's a good player. Uh, you know, they, they they can blitz their linebackers. They're good blitzers, both Jordan Brooks and Bobby Wagner. But I think there's going to be some time. Uh, if it, you know, if Lamar Jackson is to drop back, but ultimately I think the best thing to do and my key to the game is to, is to run some of that power scheme. You know, these guys are Mm. used to the zone scheme where they, they get these guys moving left to right. They look for cutback lanes. Uh, Let's not, and we do a lot of zone here too, as of lately, but we also run a lot of power and I I think you run at these guys. My key is be physical because they're fast, but they're not necessarily big defensively. So Push these guys around. Run right at Leonard Williams. Run right at Frank Clark. Let's make Bobby have 20 tackles this game because that's just how many times we're running it right at these guys. I I think that's going to be the key to the game is just take the physicality to them. They're going to be tired. They're coming all the way across from the West Coast to the East. That jet lag is real. I know Jimmy's Jimmy's felt it. I haven't since I've never been on a plane, ladies and gentlemen. But I've heard stories about it. All right? So I think that's, that's true. Gonna, I think that's going to take a little bit of steam out of them, and, and I think the uh, the Ravens can take advantage of it. But just hitting them in the mouth over and over again, and show them what that AFC North physicality is all about. Yeah, I love that key, Glenn. I think it's going to be uh, really crucial crucial for them uh, to not wait to the second half. Like I, I kind of felt like they did with Arizona. 
You know, I mean, it took them a whole half to really realize, hey, let's just turn around and give 35 the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just run our game. I feel like we don't have that opportunity in this game, and that's going to be crucial uh, moving forward. Um, I also want to talk about my breakout player because I'm kind of excited about this. I think yours goes hand-in-hand hand with your key, um, but mine is is a bit different. You, you just talked about their corners, and I'm excited to watch the matchup between our wideouts, certainly, you know, including Mark in that uh, – scenario as well but against their defensive backs uh and my breakout player for this game glenn is obj if you are a single day fantasy player mm-hmm. i think obj obj has been on the cusp and in a lot of single fantasy leagues he's like 45 single day fantasy it's like forty five hundred dollars to your to your to your payroll um but uh he has been on the cusp i think of a, having a big game emerging he's familiar with this team you know having played at the rams I think, but the biggest thing to me is that he just seems to be ramping and ramping and ramping. And I think he's ready to, to take off. I think, you know, last game was a bit of the, uh, the, uh, the tipping point for him, the boiling point. And uh, I think him and Lamar get it together this game and, and he has a big one. I'm going to say he has a tutty, four catches and a tutty, something like 75 yards. I like that. I mean, look, it looks like the offense is trying to get him involved and he just keeps drawing penalties instead of catching the ball, which... Almost counts just the same. Uh, he got a game ball, in fact, last week because of that last penalty. He wasn't drill. too excited about that game ball, that's for sure. Never even saw him come into the, into the frame, into the camera frame. Like the ball was tossed off frame to apparently to OBJ, but we, we really don't know. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he, he obviously wants to make a play and doesn't want to just pick up flags. So I agree. I, I would love, yeah. like Cole said last week, let's see him more in the slot, man. Let's let, let's yeah. let Bateman and Zay run on the outside. And let's see what OBJ can do in the slot where he can kind of use some of that savvy, uh, you know, veteran you know, play that we've seen in practice a lot. I want to see it kind of translate to the mm-hmm. field. But my my breakout player is Gus Edwards. We saw he was the FedEx ground player last week. I want him to be physical, and I expect him to, to ride Gus Edwards, certainly in the second half. And maybe he won't get three touchdowns, but I bet he gets more than 80 yards like he did last week. And, and so for that reason, he's my breakout player. All right, Glenn. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a whim. I wanna. Can you pull something up for me because my internet is janky? Got you. How did How did Najee Harris do last night? Oh, I know he had the Najee. early tutty. I know he had the he early did. tutty, and I saw some decent highlights. But uh, can you give me a stat line? I can give me one sec here. I'm pulling it up. It's uh, yeah. I, I will say Warren absolutely trucked somebody last night. Yes, I saw that. It's like, holy, that safety was like, what have I done? I've stepped in the wrong pile. Okay, 16 carries, 69 yards, and also added two catches for seven yards. So 16 carries. uh, Yeah, so he averaged, yeah, and a touchdown. He averaged 4.3 a carry. But keep in mind, his backup, Jalen Warren, on 11 carries, averaged eight yards a carry. That's just outstanding. Nearly double. Goodness gracious. I, I'm going to say that in this game, that uh, by the end of this game, Gus Edwards has a better stat line than than Najee Harris. Oh, Agree? Or does, yeah, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he gets 16 carries, he's yeah. going to have more than 69 yards for sure. Yeah. I, I I just – I wonder – you just never know with game script, but I think if everything goes right. how to plan, they'll get him like 20 carries, and I think he'll turn that into over 100 yards. That's, that's and, fine. I mean, if we know – if he gets a catch, it's going to be for 80 because that's just how it goes. That's all he knows to do. I tell you what, if it's a scramble drill, you know he's looking for he's looking for yep. his guy, dude. He's looking for Gus Bugatti. 
He's just going to release, go up the field, and voila, that's it, dude. It's it's a beautiful play. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to your key – obviously, your breakout players. You know, my favorite Raven at this point, so I'm excited for him, and and I'm looking forward to him to continue to roll. But is there anything else before we kind of switch the scenario over? Is there anything else from their defense that's got you nervous? You know what I mean? Anything else that – because to me, there's a couple things that come to mind. We have been – sloppy a bit sloppy with the turnovers uh mm-hmm. you know that that makes me nervous right like an early interception an early uh fumble something like that to give a little bit of momentum to them uh has me yeah. a little concerned just because it's been something we've been susceptible to is there something that uh that either offense is not doing or their defense is doing well that makes you more uh you know a bit more nervous about this matchup well i think they are plus two in the turnover ratio which isn't you know, I, I don't, it's nothing crazy, uh, but sure. I, I, I will say they, they, uh, they're tough against the run, Jimbo. I mean, I mean look, mm-hmm. I, that's my key. I want to run and it, it's different because they're used to the Niners and the Rams and the, and the Arizona Cardinals all run that zone finesse where they want you to get them guys moving so they can cut back behind all those big slots. So even though, yeah, they, they, they're good against the run. I mean, they, there's no doubt about it. I still think there's an opportunity there to hit these guys in the mouth. And if if they do slow us down, here's one opportunity I, I really see. They give up – they're 28th in third down defense. And that, again, mm. draws back to the fact that I don't think their pass rush is that great. And so they give up third downs over 45% of the time, conversions. So, mm. again, run at them. And if you're, if you're forced to be in third down, likely if you're running the ball, it's going to be third and short. And I think you'll convert. So there's nothing their defense does that is absolutely like they don't they don't terrorize the quarterback. So it doesn't get me terribly nervous when I see McCarry in there at right tackle. They turn the ball over, but not at an exceptional rate. So I mean, they're they're a good defense, but they don't they don't make those splash plays at a high rate that that would really startle me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I just – I don't know. For some reason, I have – a lot of my life is based off of gut and instincts, probably because I'm just not a – I'm not a deep thinker. Um, just – I'm not – you know, I don't have time to be thinking deep. I'm on to the next thing, right? So I usually just follow my first instinct before I let, like, fear and self-doubt fall in and just roll with it, right? So mm-hmm. my instinct just has me a bit more nervous than usual. Now, this might just be because – I really didn't have a ton of nerves with the Lions game and I had zero nerves with the Arizona game. So it could be relative right. to recent to my recent amount of nerves, but uh, I'm a little bit more nervous about this one. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes, but I also agree with you that uh, anything that their defense can do to contend with our offense, our offense is, is an absolute issue for everyone and everyone, right? Like I don't want to overlook yeah. that or poo poo that like our offense is just a problem. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I now, still, Leonard I Williams, still... we don't know how good they are with Leonard Williams yet. So that also has true. me nervous. I, I guess if there's one thing I would say, we, we know how good he is, but we don't know what type of impact he's had. He's going to have until we yeah. see it. And the first time to see is against the Ravens. Yeah, well, we'll see. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. But mm-hmm. all right, so let's move over to the other side and talk about their offense, because just as much as they got names, uh, sure. defensively, certainly. They got names offensively. Isn't it kind of crazy how quietly the Seahawks have retooled and just moved on from the Russell Wilson era, like, without a blip? 
it's it's really made you wonder if it was Russell or 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 if it was Pete Carroll the whole time because we haven't seen a ton of success. I think that's being nice since he's been over uh, in Denver. So, so are you, what you're saying is it was all Brady in New England, and it's all the opposite in Seattle. It's looking like it because Gino looked like he couldn't he, he couldn't barely be a backup, and then he goes there and he totally revitalizes his career. He's had a fantastic career. So. I mean, uh, uh, run with the Seahawks. So, yeah, I, I think we're starting to see that maybe Russell Wilson wasn't the biggest uh, contributor to their success in Seattle. Maybe it was Pete Carroll, Marshawn, other guys. Well, I'll tell you what. One thing I do know about Pete Carroll is uh, if you want to stay young, chew lots of gum. Dude, if you guys haven't seen it from like week two, go look at Pete Carroll running around practice, slinging the rock. In the red zone drill. You remember that clip, Jimbo? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. he looked like he could do it for about 10 plays in the NFL today. And he's like mm -hmm. two years old. So, yeah, shout Dude, you out to Pete Carroll. My funniest story about Pete Carroll, this is hilarious. My dad is not a big football guy. Like, he'll watch casually, you know? But uh, if you know anything about my dad, he's a, he's a, a, a behavioral therapist. And he, he works in, like, addiction recovery. And so, hilarious, man. We're watching, like, five seconds of a Seahawks game somehow I'm with my dad watching a Seahawks game uh and I think it was the 2019 year that game and they pan over to Pete Carroll and he's smacking his lips on that gum right mm -hmm. and they do it like three times in a matter of like 30 seconds and in 30 seconds it goes oh guarantee that guy used to be uh used to be a smoker like that he, he just points out addicts like it's nobody's business and boom lo and behold Pete Carroll like two two of the thingies what are they called cartons oh yeah, Car uh, packs? Like two of them, two, yeah, packs a day, like nonstop, all day. Doesn't I was like, me. man, yeah, right? But it's like now he's just an extreme gum chewer. It's probably all Nicorette, too. It's not even regular gum. It's still <laughs> no, no flavor or anything. It's just <laughs> yeah, just straight. Just make it taste like a Newport. And, I'm eating and it's like basically hard candy. It's like not even gum. <laughs> no, no. He is, I tell you what, though, he is a marvel with the type of energy he brings at his yep. age. I mean, you talk about one of the legends in coaching. He certainly, he, uh, he's won at the, at the national, I mean, at the college level, won at the pro level. He's really, he's run everywhere he goes. But uh, let's hope he doesn't win this Sunday. Ravens Still hard Nation. to escape the fact that he blundered that USC super team. Yeah, but he ran into Vince Young. And Vince Young at Texas was a different type of animal. Yeah, Reggie's still got his house that Pete Carroll and USC bought him down in Calabasas. We well, should still have his Heisman. He should. Bull crap. It's bullcrap, dude. Hey, it's anyway, bull that's a whole nother day. Sorry, don't hey, mean to get y'all on track here. I agree with Ravens O's Nation. Let's make Geno look like Jets Geno. Absolutely. I remember when he got picked, I went, this is the biggest <laughs> overreach for a quarterback ever because that was when he was doing all those shovel passes to Tavon Austin. Yeah. And 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 Bailey, I think his name was the the guy ended up getting shot in the head. Uh, it, it was kind of crazy. He lived, but um, he was doing all these shovel passes and short passes, and those guys were so damn fast they made him have three hundred yards by the end of the game. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I Mr. Dunbar right. himself got that got that guy a couple million. Tavon Austin, right? No doubt about it. that guy was an absolute freak. Uh, but yeah, let's make Geno look like Jets Geno. That sounds like, like a, a win to me. Uh, but let's but get Glenn, give their... me some, yeah, give me some names here. I, yeah. I, I said there's names and like, but we wouldn't really talk about them specifically. Give me some names here as far as this team and, and maybe some stats, because, you know, I, I think there's some, there's some that people might not know of based on the fact that they're rookies or they're kind of flying under the radar. So 
Who should we be looking out for on Sunday? Yeah, well, the, the two names you guys all know is DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Heck of a yeah. one-two punch. Outside receivers. I mean, Tyler Lockett's been doing it for what seems like a decade of consistency. Just big is play he the best? Is he the best Seattle Seahawks wide receiver? Like, is that like maybe a strong career? Well, yeah, you got know Doug Baldwin. Remember Doug Baldwin was a Dude, pretty had a, fine receiver. Yeah, uh, I'd have to sit down and, and pull up a list off the top of my head. But yeah, he's he's when you look at his career when it's all said and done, his numbers, his you know success. Yeah, he's going to be an all time great for them. And DK, if, if they find a way to keep him in town for a long term, then he could certainly mm -hmm. climb the ranks as well. He's got 400 yards already, two touchdowns, averaging 15 yards a catch. Might be uh, struggling with the rage a little bit these days. I wonder if he's getting drug tested. I mean, this dude's legit. 240, no fat, 6'5", monster. Absolute monster. And then tight end Noah Fant. You guys might remember he was with Denver. Mm -hmm. He got he was involved in the Russell Wilson, Geno Smith trade as well. He's a heck of a player. He's got 226 yards on the year. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, their, their rookie receiver. He's got two touchdowns. He's coming on as of late. They'd like to get him the ball short area and see what he can do with it and get his All right, Glenn, I figured that out. I figured out why I'm nervous. Cuz of Jackson Smith and Jigba? The last time I saw Jackson Smith and Jigba, he torched us for four touchdowns in the Rose Bowl. There it is, right there. It's what it is. See? Dude. See, and you he just my heart team. just like like one of these, dude. <laughs> like See? Started, He's got you shook. Dude, I'm nervous of that he's a technician, like something I've never seen before. But did you see what Pete Carroll said about Zay Flowers? No, what did he say, dude? No, no, Pete, it was good. Okay. No, okay, no. Okay. He said, he said, I like, obviously, they drafted Jackson. But he said, when you watch Zay Flowers and what he's doing, I stop and think where we'd be if we would have taken Flowers. Dang. I'd be a little feeling something some way about that if I was Jackson. Yeah, that's another problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, look, he leads their team in yak yards, so they like to give him the ball and see what he can do with it. Also, unsung guy, a guy that's going under the radar, Jake Bobo. Got 135 yards. He's got two tutties on the year. Watch out for Jake Bobo. Uh, mm. Don't sleep on him whatsoever. Mm. And then in mm. the backfield, they got two good running backs. Kenneth Walker, uh, he's, he's averaging four and a half yards a carry. He's got six tutties. <laughs> he's already over 500 yards. And then behind him, Zach Charbonnet, all he's doing is averaging 5.8 a carry, albeit in limited opportunities. But they they got studs absolutely everywhere from a skill position standpoint. Mm. This yeah, is a he, this is a complete team, Jimbo. Yeah, I mean that three-headed monster they got, just like you were talking about from a wide receiver standpoint. When you talk about this is the last thing I'll say about Jackson, okay? Because he's got me scared. Is I've never seen a college receiver get so open in a regular route that isn't an off script play does that make sense like a broken play where he just breaks it right but like in the sequence of his regular route the dude was so open that it was stupid mm. like i've never seen it in college not saying the pros i just never seen it before so the kid's an absolute technician so yeah i'm 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 sweating a little bit i'm getting the getting the pregame sweats over here thinking about well, one thing we got to do better than last week is they didn't tackle particularly well last week. And that was one of, I think that was my key to the game defensively. And they did not play well. <laughs> I mean, if you remember Trey McBride carrying our entire defense 10 yards into the end zone, we saw that stupid play. But yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it should have been blown dead. But we saw also Hollywood Brown make a couple guys miss, get out of bounds in some key situations. 
So they have to tackle, especially Jackson, uh, Smith and Jigba. They got to tackle him well. But also, I mean, look, it can't be easy trying to take DK Metcalf down. As a corner, he is way bigger than you. He's faster than you. He's way stronger than you. So it cannot be easy uh, to have to deal with it. But we got some guys, too, Jimbo. Now, we'll say this to to finish off. They they rank 11th in the league in points, 24 a game. They rank, uh, let's see, 16th in yards, 335 a game. They're 24th in third down uh, conversion rate, 35% conversion. So not great. I think that's where we talk about Geno's got to be better uh, with these weapons to be converting these uh, these third downs. Let's see, rushing yards per game, they're 20 – I'm sorry, they're 19th at 107. And passing, they're 15th with 227 yards per game. Mm. So a, a pretty – you know what it is about them is they're 11th in points for and 11th in points against. It's a complete team, Jimbo. This isn't one mm-hmm. of these teams where they're carried by their offense or carried by their defense. Both sides are going to contribute, and I think that's what every team is kind of striving for, top 10 on both sides, right? I, I agree with that 100%. It's all complimentary football. And, I mean, if you just look at – everyone talks about the Lamar's record against the NFC. If you look at what Pete Carroll and Geno Stone have simply done as a duo – now the rest of the team counts. We just talked about that. But what they've been able to do as a head coach and quarterback duo – they win, man. They just win football games. And Gino. Oh, did I say oh, Gino I Stone? Said, I thought you said Gino I Stone. Did. I was just saying, he's our guy. <laughs> I did, I did. Gino Smith, excuse me. Um, but, I mean, they, they, they win football games. They, yeah. they just win football games. And so, this is certainly a, a, a good football team that uh, that's coming into Baltimore. But I will say that third down percentage, not great. Certainly at the bank. Certainly against a defense like ours that is going to bring the – house in exotic ways so that's uh that's pretty fun uh to think about but glenn i want to give you my key to the game defensive oh let's go to doncy says doncy says i think lamar improves to 18 and 1 against nfc teams detroit was the 85 bears before lamar seattle is soft like a pillow yeah 38 16 doubling them up and left my My guy no more than doubling them up right wait yeah more than that'd be 32 yeah that's 1919 is yeah Yeah. 1919 is 38 man i like it don c i like it Mm -hmm. uh i hope you're right but what i want to say glenn is um my defensive key to the game if i can offer this i know you know we we've got to talk about our defense but it is what you had last week it really is tackle 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 you just mentioned the different ways that they can create yak, whether that's Smith and Jig, but just sim- simply being a, a twitch guy. Tyler Lockett is a straight speed guy, uh, straight line speed guy, and and you know he's he's just a, a great wide receiver. But also DK Metcalf. There's so many ways that they can create yak for themselves, or you know break tackles from the running back position. So we've got to tackle. We've got to rally to the football and tackle. It sounds simple, easier said than done. That is for sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. They 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 certainly want to get the ball to certain guys quick. So you gotta come up, gotta tackle the guys. By the way, Jimbo, we talk about how teams want to be top ten in both. Just so you know, Ravens offensively, seventh in the league, twenty-five a game, defensively first, fifteen a game. Is that good? There, yeah. Uh it's pretty incredible. I mean, there's not too many of us out there, right? <laughs> not that's pretty not- damn special. Um, but my key to the game uh, defensively is to rattle Gino. If you look at his last few starts, he's got five turnovers or five, excuse me, five interceptions in the last four games. He had two against the the uh, the the, the um, I'm sorry, the Browns, and he had two against the Bengals. And both all those those interceptions are pressures. So just pressure him. I mean, you don't need 
I, I would love it. You, you know, I'd love if they could get to him, but just pressuring him, moving him off his spot, forcing him into a difficult throw has led to turnovers from Geno Smith. That's kind of the big difference this year because they're just as they're just as talented, really, maybe more talented everywhere on this team. But Geno's not playing like he did last year. They're not hitting the big the big plays like they did last year. He's turning the ball over way more than we saw last season. So the big thing to me is rattle Geno. He will turn the ball over if you if you bother him. So uh, and my breakout player, a guy who's going to be rattling the hell out of him, Jimbo. Oh boy, oh boy. If you look at these, you know Cole Jackson. I, I love when Cole Jackson puts these. Uh, is my dad called the analytics? I love when he puts the analytics up because it it brings to light some things that you might not see when you just look at the stat sheet or if you just look mm-hmm. at, you know, this guy is an absolute terror. If you look at the type of pressures he's putting on uh, on the on the opposing quarterback, he doesn't always get there. We saw, and when he does, he doesn't always get the guy down. We saw it last week where he tried to sling. He tried to sling uh, Dobbs, and Dobbs just kept his balance and got out of a basically a 15-yard sack, maybe even more. And and after after the play on the sidelines showed in the uh, the wired episode, Clowney says, "You can't sling these big, strong quarterbacks, man. It, it don't work. You gotta you gotta you gotta dead weight them." But uh, I I was I've been impressed with uh, with Adafe Owe. He just needs to finish. Same with Clowney, and I think they will this weekend. Yeah, agreed. Uh... On OA, the only thing I'll say is it's always a bummer when your first justification for a player is, no, 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 go to the analytics. It's just a bummer. Not that you're not right, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got to well, defend sometimes a guy, it's hard. Like, it's hard. It's hard to see it all. You know what I mean? I know. I know. But no one got in the Hall of Fame off analytics, right? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just sucks. Like, it'd be cool to have both, right? Because, like, yeah, if you got yeah. everyone's like, oh, who's better, Jordan or LeBron? And then people will be like, you know, the young boys will be like, oh, well, Jordan wasn't efficient. Jordan wasn't this. Then you check the analytics and you're like, damn, Jordan was incredible. And any of the new analytics we have today, right? So it only it only further solidifies his case. But you have to start with the analytics with the dummies. So I hope that I'm saying all this in hopes that some of those counting numbers, those like easier traditional stats, start to vote in his favor. Uh, before we get this, just Quan, I just want to say really quickly, my breakout player is Jadavian Clowney. Very similar to you. I think that our strength in this game will be getting to Geno. And I think it's going to be Clowney because this was the team he went to after he left the Texans. Mm-hmm. This was the team he was supposed to sign a big deal with. This was supposed to be his new home, but they chewed him up. They spit him out. They didn't want him. Ah. Right? So... With all that being said, I think he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I think he let plays a little bit more fire, a little bit more gas in the tank. And uh, I think he makes him pay. Wow. Okay. A little bit of sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love – I didn't know – we don't know a lot about guys until they become Ravens. And I love the, the Wired. Guys, if you haven't seen the Wired episodes that follow every, every week, uh, they usually come out like Wednesday, I think it is. Check them out because it kind of gives you an insight on these guys' personality. And he's he's more of a motivator, more of a rah-rah guy than I thought he was. And mm-hmm. I, I you know, he's playing with a lot of energy, a lot of confidence. Man, what a what an absolute steal of a pickup that guy's been uh, since he's been here. Let's hope that he stays for more than just this season and, and they can kind of ink him up for a reasonable deal. It's just Quan says, would love to see Keaton on third down and Lamar under center. Marlowe, Slot, Rock, and Stevens on the outside would be nice and see. And Kyle needs to blitz. Well, Rock might not be playing, so you could 
you, you could still get Darby and Stevens on the <laughs> on the outside and still slide Marlowe uh, into the slot. But I agree. I like seeing uh, Kyle Hamilton in in that line, in, in a closer to the line of scrimmage role, blitzing, covering uh, covering the slot, covering the tight end. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's make him an absolute terror for Geno Smith this weekend. Yep, I, I I agree. I like this one. It's just Quan. Um, it'll be a fun to see how they implement. Yeah, continue. That's what I was gonna say. It'll be fun to see how they continue to kind of integrate him into the offense. You got to get the kid shots. You got to give him opportunity, right? As long as he's Why been not? earning it in practice, because I mean he's got one one catch or carry, whatever that ended up you know being. But and he had to get nine and a half yards or ten yards, whatever it was. So and he certainly showed the burst at this level against ones like we saw in the preseason, but. This, the burst is still there. It's still noticeable. And that's what you want to see. The trend, the transition, you know, as the, the, the competition heightens, will it translate? And, and I mean, it was just a very small sample size, but certainly the burst was number one and we saw it. So I want to see more of it. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. So hopefully he gets out there. Yeah. And Jimbo, I want to point out something because I think there's a guy in our <laughs> secondary that's getting, that's not getting any of the love and he's been playing absolutely out of his mind this year. He comes over from the Steelers and really doesn't get yeah, a lot of play, doesn't get a lot of pub. But if you just look at, I'm pulling up uh, uh, some stats here. Again, thank shout out to Cole for putting this uh, on his Twitter page. And it, it, it yeah. it's another scenario where it just it, it kind of pulls back the curtain a little bit. It's tough to grade some of these guys, but if you look, this is a, a demonstration that shows present a percent. The bottom part is percentile separation prevented. So a corner separating. Uh, not allowing the wide receiver to separate. As you can see, all the best corners are all the way to the right. You got Sauce Gardner furthest to the right. Uh, you, you know, you got you got Brian Branch, the talented rookie out of Alabama. But also, you see a lot of Ravens on this right side. Ronald Darby. I mean, this guy gives no separation. Also, at mm -hmm. the top of the screen here, with a very low target percent. So left is your target percent. Arthur Mollette, no separation. Nobody's targeted him. And then you see Marlon, of course, no surprise here, also way up. And I think he'll continue to climb as he gets you know further back from the injury. But how about the fact that we got three guys, two of which Ravens fans would probably have no idea, would never guess they'd be this impactful if I asked them about them in the summer. It's just, it's just impressive, man. The guys they picked up, they really knocked it out of the park this year. Yeah, especially, I mean, like you said, Darby and, and Mollette, uh, really, uh, really uh, great. Yeah, exactly. And Brandon, see, I mean, I was a team. I was an army of one, I think, mm -hmm. uh, at, at that point, right? Like, I, I really couldn't find anyone in the media or otherwise that was as nope. high on Brandon Stevens. Not even me. No, no. And, and, usually, and I like him. Usually, yeah, usually Glenn will follow me into battle, but he wasn't about to do it on this. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You know, everyone's all it's funny because I'll be grasping at straws to say so you guys know. And because Glenn is a generally nice person, he'll try and like add to my argument a little bit. But he's yeah. like, nah, I'm good. There's <laughs> a couple. Najee was another one. I was not on board with the yeah. Najee Harris. No, but no, you, you were, were not. Right. Yeah, he's a, he's just not a very good football player. Uh, <laughs> Ravens, that's about as nice as I can say it. Ravens O's Nation, we have the best Gino on the field, boys. Gino yeah. Stone. Hey, who knows, man? Marlon's Marlon's starting the campaign for defensive player of the year, dude. If he keeps it up. Dude, if he <coughs> continues to get an Could interception. Could you imagine if he wins defensive player of the year? Dude, another safety in Baltimore 
wins defensive player of the year. Like what and if, would if he, he puts not, up Ed right Ed Reed numbers, hey. Would he not also count as like the bounce back player or whatever? I mean, he got cut, dude. Dude, most improved. You give him most everything. Of, yeah. You give him all the accolades, bro. Yeah, just just give him the whole shelf. This is yours, Gino. Or, you and and I, mean? look, I think there's a shot that Kyle Hamilton, I mean, look at around the league in strong safety. I think he's got an art <laughs> for, for all pro, pro bowl, certainly. And if mm-hmm. both our safeties are the all pro, I mean. Wild. Crazy. And then Marcus Williams is sitting there going, I'm pretty good too, guys. <laughs> I'm pretty but good. I got the biggest. I got the biggest paycheck. That's you know what I mean. He's like, dude, some yeah, player man. who was it? Uh, they just posted their game check to just to point out the taxes. Yeah, see, DK saw it, dude. He got taxed like forty nine percent and still brought home a couple hundred G's in one game check. Ooh, but dude, forty nine percent, dude. Well, yeah, that's how it goes with like commissions as well. Like, dude. Yeah, it's brutal. Dude, you see so, the gross? I mean, he's still bringing dude, up a lot. But. Dude, it's so funny. I have like a commission calculator. Armstead, yes, Quan, thank you. I, I have like a commission calculator on my computer, and, and literally the last line is taxes, and it has, I think I have it at point, it's like the total times point six five. Yeah. Because I already know, yep. like a massive chunk is just gone. Like, I don't even want to think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's... Dude, can you imagine those taxes just... Dude, uh, shout, uh, it, look, Eric Armstead, he didn't have to do that. That's crazy that he did. But, uh, look, that is ridiculous, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that they're taking half the guy's money. Like, that is just... Mm-hmm. Uh, something yeah, don't seem a... right about it, bro. No, it's all it's all, it's all, all a sham. I mean, why do you even... <laughs> why do you even stay in, in... Like, is that just because the state he's in? Is that... Like, because California just sucks? Oh yeah, California state taxes are just so he's playing for Miami. What's his like? It's a totally different ball game, right? Like, why would anyone? How do you not factor that into? Do I sign here and get half my money gone before I even see it, or sign you know over in in Texas or in in Florida? Like, I don't know, man. It just seems. And there's also some other things that I feel like if the guys had their own knowledge, they could be a little bit uh, more uh understand guys might already do this but like what if i was just like hey team pay my llc like don't pay me right and then like where's my llc at like all these other things come into play they become deductions Mm -hmm. these guys might already be doing this but you know sure yeah but still it's it's gotta hurt bruh uh, see that gotta hurt dang man why they get all that what they do right no and then it's crazy think about how many times money is taxed don't get me started I'm going I'm to go full Ron Swanson over here, right? Because, like, you get taxed, then you buy a house, that money is taxed, and then that money is spent, and then taxes. You buy something at the grocery store, that's taxed. That's taxed, right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's craziness, dude. So, Chike says, I'm going 21-17. This is close to my score with a last-minute touchdown, gents. I like it. I think it's going to be a pretty uh, tight game, in my dude. opinion. Is this true that when you're when you play on the road, you're taxed where it, that state where it's played? I think there is some of that. Like, oh, that is manure. Are, yeah, yeah, I do think there is some of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, dude, that is bullshit, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't dude. understand how it works. In my opinion, like I thought that players, I guess they're W two. I don't know. Like, if you were just 1099, it wouldn't matter. You do your own tax deductions yourself, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, um. Yeah. So, 
I don't know how that works, dude. But certainly, and then they my- can get a fine from the NFL, which also takes it right out of the check before they get yeah. it. And you, and <laughs> half the time, it's ridiculous what they fine people for. Oh my god! Yeah, DK's probably lighting up our 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 private chat, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he did spend some time in California, so he know he knows about oh, taxes. Uh, Shike, I think I said I already that. read that one. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so last second yeah. touchdown by us, I think he was saying. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, twenty-one seventeen. Yep. Okay. Yeah. See, I think this is going to be a close game. I will say that. I think uh, the Ravens have shown that um, that they're close when you think they're going to be blowouts, and they're blowouts when you think they're going to be close. So maybe this mm-hmm. will be a blowout, Jimbo, because I think it's going to be close. So maybe that means we're going to win thirty to six. Who knows? But I think it's about that time, Jimbo, for me Let's to finally. Do it. Look at the over-unders. Uh, we have our over-under competition here, and so, let's see. huh? Wait, so our over-under is brought to you by none other than BetUS, of course, the OG in the game when it comes to online sports gambling. Make sure to go check them out. Uh, use the link in the description. DK has so graciously modified the description as to put it in there. He has also um, – or yeah, so we appreciate that, DK. But if, if you're not going to use the description, use the promo code 410. Uh, but uh, primarily use the description. It's the easy way for you to have some fun, make some money, go with what you know, but also it's an easy way for you to support us here at the show um, and and make your make some money at the same time. So go check it out. Help us out. Help yourself out. Have some additional fun over the weekend with these games. And uh, look, if you spend 10,000 hours doing something, you're considered an expert. I think a lot of people watching this channel have watched over 10,000 hours of football. So you might be an expert. So, look, might as well make some money off your expertise is all I'm saying. Go check it out. Use the link below and get a match plus 25%. So, 125% match up to up to $2,500. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, just like Glenn said, we are in our over-under competition. And because Glenn is on a losing streak, he has decided to change his strategy. Tell us about what's going on, Glenn. Yeah, I'm shooting from the hip this week, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. I am I am now putting in my over-under results as we speak. Didn't look <laughs> at them at all because mm-hmm. I think what was happening too often is I'd get them in there really quick. And Jimbo had an advantage. He would use mm. that to try and mm. see where he could maneuver himself for an easy win. I'm not, you know, look, mm. I'm not going to just lay down and let someone mm-hmm. maneuver around. And, and, no, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm gonna keep altering my maneuver, my maneuvers too. Okay. okay. Now I'm coming okay. at you, shooting from the hip, old I Western like style, and I think it's gonna lead me back to the winner's circle where I belong, mind you. Okay. This, you know what this is? This is just reminiscent of like when Steph Curry just starts bombing away forty footers, and then everyone starts doing it, and they just realize they can't do it. They just can't do it as well. Like the Hawks drafted Trey Young and Kevin Herter. Thinking they were Steph Curry and and uh, trade and uh, and Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Yeah, who and, made the game winner last night, by the way. Yeah, and they're just they're just not. They're like Diet Coke versions. Mm-hmm. No offense hey, to Herder. By the I way, good, I think he's good basketball player. Watch Red your Velvet. mouth when he's you talk about Herder because he's a no, turp. He's a baller. He is a turp, but but he's certainly not Dude. your favorite player. No, but he's up there because he's a Terp, and I like the way he plays because he plays similarly to, like, Clay Thompson. But did you see Steve Kerr dressed up like uh, Kevin Herter for Halloween when they played each other? No. Dude, I'll check it out. Dude, look up. Steve Kerr dresses like Kevin Herter. He comes right out onto the court. <laughs> he's in full Kings gear, dude. And he is 
you forget how skinny he is, dude. Like Steve Kerr, I remember him back as a player. He looked like he was swimming in his basketball jersey, but mm -hmm. dude, he's still that small. And he looked so mm -hmm. small standing next to her. And her's just looking at him like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, but yeah, all right, let's get into it, Jimbo. Let's get into our overrun. Guys, if you want all to participate, right. did you tell them how they can participate, Jimbo? Yeah, tell them, Glenn. I did not. And what they win. Yeah, if you guys want to participate in our, our, our show competition, you can do so by either sending your over-under predictions and tiebreakers in a private message to one of the social media handles above my, my head. Wait for this live to be over and put your answers in the comments section below. If you have to make any changes to your initial comment, erase it and put a new one because if we see edits, it takes away the timestamp and we don't know when it was edited. So just erase it and start over. If you win after DK tallies all the results, you will get a free <coughs> shirt or hoodie in the mail uh, that very next week. So please participate. We had uh, a new winner last week, which is always exciting. And, and, and send it's, uh, your it's address in. Send your address in, not in a message. DM us because if not, we can't like. Yeah, but don't do Harry that Potter. until we announce we you as the like, winner. Yeah, we can't like send an owl to your house based oh, on could, your dude. name or anything. We could. I'm a fantastic animal trainer. No, actually, I'm not. <laughs> I just made all that up. Uh, but all right, let's get into our over our under competition. First one is. Let's see here. All right, Ravens wide receiver reception. So not counting tight ends. We're not mm -hmm. counting backs. We're talking only guys with the WR next to their name. Last week, the wide receivers totaled seven receptions. DK puts it at eight and a half for this week. What do you think, Jimbo? Over under? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going over. I'm going over here, and I feel pretty confident in that. I think last week in the second half, I think that kind of killed some of those numbers. Uh, I think this game will have to be a bit more sharp and consistent in the passing game. So I'm going over. Okay. I'm going to say under. I think uh, we continue to – spread the ball around and i think everybody eats we had nine pass catchers i think two weeks ago i think we we continue to see just everyone get involved and look mm -hmm. until obj starts catching it and stops drawing flags i'm not banking on it uh so all right under is my guess and dk agrees with me smart man genius yeah i guess uh, <laughs> next over under is ravens passing first downs he puts it at seven and a half. Last week, they passed for eight first downs. So this isn't going to count if old Gus Bus is putting it over and moving the chains. This is only if Lamar Jackson delivers the ball. Jimbo, what do you think? More or less than seven and a half passing first downs. I'm going over. I'm not, I'm not super – I'm not thinking it's going to be 10, 12, something like that. But eight against the Cardinals where, once again, I feel like our – we ran the ball – in the second half, more than I think we might in this game. Uh, and so I'm going to go over. Okay. All right. Well, I, I just got to imagine we're going to be in somewhere near 20 first downs. This is the way I'm I'm doing it in my head. And so I got to imagine they can get to 8 out of 20 be passing. So I'm going to say over. I think they get to 10. And it looks like DK is the only one who disagrees. He says under. Uh, so this is his opportunity to lose. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. All right. Let's I move on to did. the first defensive. <laughs> uh, defensive Seahawks, yards per play. Over under four and a half yards per play, Jimbo. What do you think? 
Yeah, I am going under on this one. Uh, hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, okay. Whew. I just wanted to make sure that my I had I didn't give you the wrong answer. I yeah. You okay. Don't ever do that. Yeah, no, I don't I definitely don't want to do that because then I would lose, right? That's right. Uh so I'm going under here. I think uh the defense showed out at home. The biggest this was completely instinctual for me. Uh, I think that uh, the average is 4.4. I think it'll be a little below it at home, especially with a quarterback who struggles against pressure. Okay, I like it. Well, I'm going to say over. And, and the main reason, we saw it with the Cardinals. Like, teams, I, I think when they're when they're down, there's always that opportunity to get those trash yards. And look, on the season, they averaged 5.6 <laughs> yards per play. So to go down to 4.3 4. would be a pretty steep drop-off. But they are playing the number one defense. But I'm still going to say over, but just barely. All right. That's fair. Let's see. DK, All right. Let's go to the last one. Uh, let's see. DK says under. He agrees with you. All right. Um, next one is Ravens tackles for loss. Four and a half is the over under. Last week we had six tackles for loss. Jimbo, do they get more or less than four and a half this weekend? I'm going under here. I think just like you said uh, about the defense. So if in my head, I'm like, okay, I think they could go one a quarter via sack or a broken run play. Mm. I think that that's probably a fair clip. Um, I think that Josh Dobbs, Geno Smith might be a little better than Josh Dobbs at getting rid of the football. And the Seahawks are better running the football than the Cardinals, even though the Cardinals ran it pretty successfully, at least in the first half. So what I'm trying to say is that I think it's under, I think it's four. But because there's the 0.5, I'm going under. Because I think Gino will get pressured a lot, but I think he'll just get rid of it. Whether that's interception or just throwing it out of bounds, I don't think he's going to take a ton of sacks um, just because he's a more veteran quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, it's, it's di quite different. Like, Gino <laughs> might throw it to the outside receivers more than anyone in the league. Like, he is so – it's it's just different there. Like, most teams try and attack the middle of the field and, and quarterbacks feel more comfortable. They like to attack the outside – and but as far as this question, Charles Cross is a heck of a left tackle. Everybody remembers him coming out. He was a top pick. Forsyth's a good a good right tackle. I think they got good tackles, and, and I think even though they have a hodgepodge interior, I think it's still going to be a little bit uh, challenging to get to that number. So I say under that total. Mm -hmm. DK says over. Being we are all over the board, dude. Somebody's going to yeah. win by a pretty wide margin. I think uh, whoever yeah, well. does, it's going to be me. <laughs> You do it, Jimbo. I knew you were about to say that. <laughs> you, you know, it's it's. I'm glad at the very least, Glenn, that you come back every week ready to fight, dude. That's what I tell Cam, dude. And when he loses at something, whether it's the sport or whatever we haven't put in, I say, guess what? If you lose, you tell him, guess what? I'm gonna be here tomorrow, and tomorrow yeah. I'm winning. And then if right. that don't happen, I'm gonna be back the next day because you got that's luck right. in these two days, and I'm gonna beat your tail the third day. You know what I mean? That's what you do. You keep coming back. Uh, hey, that's life. That's how you win in life. You see, Don C's a, a Glenn Martin guy. You see that Don C is on Team G-Man. And we that's already okay. know Lisa Ann is leading the committee. We know that. That is for sure. I think she has a, uh, you know? one of those that fat heads, is that what they're called? In in dude. her living room next to the TV it. where she I watches the race. <laughs> I had it custom made uh, and I mailed it, dude. It's my routine, <laughs> Look, people's champ. That's what it mm. says, dude. Underneath it says people's champ. Love it. I love it. You should put that in your title right here on the page. Glenn Martin, you know people's what? champ. I would have if you wouldn't have suggested it. Now I can't do it. Oh. 
I can't take your suggestions. All right, let's move to our first tiebreaker. Oh, look always, at go Jimmy. <laughs> what? Jeez, oh, disappointed. After the day we had. Man. Dude, I beat her in pup pup by one, bruh. Come at me. See, that's why she's saying go Jimmy. That's why. You know what? You know what? You think you know someone. You think they know a gay. <laughs> All right. Total score. DK sets the over under at 44 and a half this week, Jimbo. I think that is that the actual over under DK? Okay. I thought he was going off the script. You know what I mean? Uh, all right, so what do you think, Jimbo? Over, under? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going under here. Uh, not too far under, but I'm going under. I'm saying the Ravens win 24-17. I think TK put a 21-17. I think it's 24-17. Baltimore Ravens win, so that would put me under. Okay, I like it. All right, well, I'm going to say under as well. I think these are two good defenses. <laughs> What's up, Jimbo? What's up, I'm bro? Just, I'm just laughing at Katie. She's like, right, I'm okay. coming for you, dude. Oh man, dang, what's going on, man? Um, I thought you were laughing at the total yards I just typed in literally seconds oh, ago. I don't, I, I don't have it in front of me because my well, that's good. I don't have anything else up. That's good because it's gonna hurt when you see it. Um, <laughs> I say under as well, by the way, for the points. Uh, two tough teams, and DK agrees. All right, second tiebreaker is total yards for the Ravens, closest to the pin. DK's the low man this week, he says 310. Yeah. That's yeah. his. Prediction. That's that's a he's pretty tired of getting prediction. burned. That's why. Yeah, he's usually the high, and now he's dropped like down five thousand. And Jimmy's a little bit higher. Jimmy's sitting at three thirty. So I mean, mm -hmm. he certainly thinks we're going to have a little more success. And I'm at three thirty one. I just barely look, Jimmo. We it's don't like, need. How... <laughs> what happened, bro? No, what I'm happened, so, bro? I'm I'm so in Glenn's head right What's now. What's wrong, bro? That literally. He went what happened, bro? That is hilarious. You see what's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Glenn is Chris Pauling me right now. Now nah, I'm Bob Barker and you, son. One dollar. This price is right, baby. I Drew Carey, it. dude. Drew Carey style. I love it. Oh, it's not even going to come to this, so it doesn't matter. You better hope not, dude. You're going to be salty. 335 yards. Watch us get that, dude. I love it. I hope and pray. It comes down to that final tiebreaker. But judging by our over-unders, <laughs> I don't think it will because we are all yeah. over the map. Um, but that's it for us tonight, guys. If you want to participate, please do. It's absolutely free. And what's also free, if you guys enjoyed the stream, is to hit the like button. It's absolutely free. It takes two seconds. Helps push us out to more Ravens fans, gets them in their suggestions, and we certainly appreciate that. And also, thank you guys for all coming out. Don C, Lisa, and Adrian, who is Team Jimbo. And hey I still like you, Adrian, even though you are. Glenn, you got to say the name right, dude. Adrian. Hold on. Say it Adrian. again. Adrian. 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 There Adrian. you go. That's pretty good. That How about good. Ortega? Is that a good Ortega? Ortega. I'm not even doing that because I can't do that thing you did. I can't do that little thing you just did. Um, but that's it for us tonight, guys. I appreciate you uh, you all coming out and watching. Don't forget we are here after the game, yep. 4.30. Be here or be square. Yep, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, ah.